Welcome to the Gut Podcast on the Paper. Novel tripeptide, RKH derived from Acomancia mucinophilia protects against lethal sepsis. Published in paper copy in Gut in January 2024. My name is Dr. Philip Smith, Digital and Education Editor of Gut an honorary consultant gastroenterologist at the Royal Liverpool Hospital, Liverpool, United Kingdom. And I extend a very warm welcome to Professor Peng Shen from the Department of Pathophysiology at the Southern Medical University, Guangzhou, China. Professor Chen is the senior author on this excellent paper. Professor, thank you so much for joining me to do this podcast today all the way from China. And congratulations on your superb paper to you and to you, your co-authors. Firstly, could I ask you to explain the background to your, your paper and your study and why researching this area is so important? Thank you very much, Philip. I am grateful for your kind invitation. As we know, the Akmensia, you see the we will say AKK for short, is recognized as the next generation of probiotic. And it has been proven to exert beneficial effects on many chronic diseases, such as obesity, diabetes, and cancer therapy. However, whether AKK also influences acute diseases progression still requires deeper investigation. Sepsis represents a severe condition that would cause multiple organs damage. And the overall mortality is around 10% to 30% worldwide. It is widely recognized that sepsis is modulated by gut commensal microbiota. However, few attention has been paid on the association between AKK and sepsis progression. So the question, does AKK participate in sepsis development? And if so, how this probiotic modulate sepsis should be answered? Moreover, sepsis belongs to the immune dysfunction syndrome. The mechanistic insight on the immune modulation effects of AKK is still largely unclear. Therefore, based on this background, we start this research. Thank you, Professor. It sounds really interesting and important, and certainly there's a lot known about about this um, uh, organism. So, can you tell me, what are the new findings your paper has highlighted? This is a very good, great question. So, we firstly found that the relative abundance of AKK was markedly decreased in both septic patients and septic mice. Further fecal microbiota transplantation experiments validated the potential participation of AKK on sepsis progression. And live AKK, but not dead AKK, protected against lesal sepsis in a mirror model, indicating the bioactive products generated from AKK, but not the, 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 the cell itself may modulate sepsis progression. We then pursue which molecular is involved in the protection. 
we performed untargeted metabolomics analysis. Interestingly, we found that the novel tripeptide RKH was significantly enriched in the culture supernatant of AKK. We further inoculated AKK in the germ-free mice and demonstrated AKK indeed is able to generate RKH. Next, we found that RKH would markedly extend septic mice survival and alleviate multiple organ injury in mice. Further, mechanism study revealed that RKH would directly bind to and suppress all four activation. That's this novel tripeptide was able to inhibit systemic inflammation during sepsis. We further identified the key molecular binding sites of TOR4 by employing the mutation approach. We also validate the protection of RKH in a septic piglet model, a big animal model. Besides, we proved the anti-inflammatory effect of RKH on the monocytes-derived microphage from septic patients. Finally, we performed the in vivo acute safety assessment of RKH because this is quite important. Since RKH is a novel tripeptide, nobody, nobody else studied, so we should approve its safety. And the data showed that acute ad administration of RKH did not cause obvious adverse effects in vivo. So collectively, our paper highlights the beneficial effects of live AKK as well as its product RKH on sepsis intervention. Thank you very much. I mean, that's fascinating um, how you've gone through and identified this novel molecule. So taking this the next step forward, how might this paper impact on clinical practice in the foreseeable future? I think this is a very important and good question. I would like to answer this question from two aspects. First, from AKK side, our work clearly pointed out that AKK is important for sepsis progression. The approaches that could elevate AKK abundance in the gut may be helpful for the prevention of sepsis. Meanwhile, monitoring the intestinal AKK level may be helpful for the prediction of sepsis progression in clinic in future. But more clinic studies are required. Second, from the RKH side, as a new identified tripeptide, RKH may be a potential therapeutic molecular to combat sepsis-induced systemic inflammation and lizality. But there are many questions we should answer. For example, what dose is safe for human? This is quite important. In addition, sepsis progression is quite complex. We need and must find out what kinds of patients are appropriate to receive RKH. 
and when to treat RKH. Because as I know, sepsis is really so complicated. The progression depends on many, many factors. For example, if, 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 if sepsis is, is caused by bacterial, caused by gram-pot bacterial, or caused by gram-nectar bacterial, or caused by virus or other pathogen, they can show completely different progression. So which kind of patient appropriate to receive RKH is quite important. Therefore, we still face too many challenges before translating it into clinic practice. Thank you for that very clear overview of the uh, hurdles ahead. So I guess you partly answered this already, but how might the paper impact on research priorities in the foreseeable future? This study undoubtedly points out that AKK also plays key roles in acute diseases progression, which expanded the potentiates of this probiotic. Our work reviewed the possible mechanism of the immune reaction regulation by AKK through disclosing the direct linkage between AKK and TOR4 activation. Meanwhile, we may need to pay more attention on bioactive small peptides derived from microbiota. Bacteria can generate many different types of small peptides, and these new molecules may bring some exciting functions to us. For example, specific small peptides may modulate metabolism, immune reactions, cell growth, and so on. We thus can understand more about host microbial interactions during diseases progression. And we can also explore more novel effective approaches to treat diseases. Finally, besides bioactive metabolites, AKK as well as other types of probiotics may generate extracellular vehicles. I believe these extracellular vehicles, which may contain RNA, protein, tablets, and other substances, can influence host during diseases progressions too. More details regarding this topic are also interesting and important. Thank you, Philip. Well, excellent. Thank you. Um, thank you very much, uh, Professor uh, Shen, um, or in fact, uh, Xie Xie, um, for doing this podcast today. And congratulations to, to you and your fantastic team on that brilliant paper that you published in GUT, which I think is fascinating to read, and I'm sure um, the readership will agree with that. Um, if you want to read the paper, which I strongly advise you do, to do as a, as a listener, um, please uh, click on the link underneath this podcast and of course please do join us again in the future for further episodes of this good podcast thank you for listening share share goodbye thank you bye